No one goes to the Father except through you. And Lord, your word says, if we deny you before man, you will deny us before your Father in heaven. Therefore, this morning, Lord, we will never deny you. You are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. You are the ancient of days. You are the beginning and you are the end. You are from everlasting to everlasting. You are the bright and morning star. You are the rock of ages. You are the eternal Lamb of God. You are the perfect sacrifice. You are wonderful. You are counselor. You are everlasting Father. I'm speaking to, to somebody about the King of Kings this morning and the Lord of Lords. You can get more excited about that. You shouted yesterday when the Springboks played. You can shout better for Jesus this morning. It is funny when the Springboks play rugby, everybody will scream and shout. But when we get to church, we become dead people. Come on, can these bones live? Let me just say this free of charge. Elton Yankees did not die for you on the cross. And he did not rose from the dead. But Jesus Christ died on the cross and he rose from the dead. Can we worship him and give him the praise and the honor that is due to his name? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not speaking to everybody. I'm speaking to those who knows that you know. If you die today, you'll be in heaven. That means, that means you have more than enough to thank him for. More than enough to praise him for. Come on. You are saved by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a shout of praise one more time. Praise him, praise him, praise him. You guys can just stay here for me. You guys can just go back to your seat for a second. Before you sit down, I want you to look at somebody, look them straight in the eye and say, your life is about to be changed. Say it again, your life is about to be changed. Now in this church, what we like to do is we like to do the whole word of God. And according to the word of God, there's different kinds of sacrifices that you know that when you worship God, it's a sacrifice. It's an offering. They say that it's an offering unto the Lord. And so this is why certain people have the fire of God, because the worship is well accepted, well received. Other people don't accept, expect anything from God. There is no move because the offering, the sacrifice has not been received because you have not been a worshiper of spirit and in truth. Now the Lord loves worshipers. Oh, let me say that again. The Lord loves worshipers. That's worshipers in spirit and in truth. Now, worship is not a feeling. It's not a word that you use. Worship is adoration. Verbal adoration. Do you hear me? Verbal adoration. As you adore Him and as you bow before Him and worship Him for who He truly is. And that is also, come on, a sacrifice. An offering unto the Lord. Second offering the Bible speaks about is a financial offering. So when, the, when the, the psalmist says, when you come to church, you come to do what? You come to glorify his name. You praise him. You bring him an offering. Amen. And so our offering must be part of our worship. If you open up your Bibles quickly to the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 20, it says, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, say altar, to the Lord, and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird, 
and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Now, a burnt offering consumed everything. This is the kind of sacrifices that you give everything to God. It's like Jesus became our burnt offering. It's a peace offering. And the Lord smelled a, a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I ever again destroy every living thing as I have done. Imagine one man makes a sacrifice, and the Lord says, okay, because of that sacrifice, I'll never curse the ground ever again. Now, you can, you can mock me. You can speak against this because the world is speaking against us. And there's a reason why the world is speaking against it. Because the devil knows the time ahead financially is going to be a financial destruction around the world. Not for the Christians. I said not for the Christians. How many of you believe that I'm a man of God? Lift your hands. Watch what's happening around the world. The filthy rich is busy losing their money. Okay, maybe, maybe you hear me. Why? Because the money of the unjust is coming to the just coming to us as it is coming to us if you don't believe it i'll take yours too but it's in the bible it says the money of the wicked is laid up for the just and that way how we receive it is through the laws of the kingdom of god come on say amen if you believe that so this morning we're going to give you an opportunity to come and sow your seed before the lord bring out the buckets thank you who's there in the back Irvin is right there in the back for those who want to use the machine the details is on the screen Blue bucket, there's always souls around the world. Brown buckets for the church. God bless you. As the people is going back, just remember Wednesday nights we stop for now because as you can look around, most people is already on holiday. Normally on Saturdays we fight for, ch for, for chairs, so uh, we've stopped. We stopped the Wednesday nights until next year. Let's stand to our feet. Let's lift our hands, Father. We want to bless every seed sown. Everything that we have is yours. In any case, so we give it back to you, Lord, and we ask you to bless it, to prosper it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you today, Lord, for a miracle. Come on, is every eyes closed and every hand is lifted. Why do we lift our hands? It's a sign of surrender. So we come to a point in our lives where we say, Lord, we can't do it, but you can. And I'm surrendering everything to you. I'm giving over to you this morning, Lord, because you are the only one I need. If Jesus is all that we have, that's all that we need. So I'm, I'm giving you everything this morning, Lord. I'm surrendering my whole life, my every being. 
belongs to you this morning. We want to worship you. Not that one. Hallelujah. Old hallelujah. 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 Come on, forget about the people around you and just worship him. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, Lord. The atmosphere shifts over your people this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on again. Hallelujah. miracles in this place this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Release your miracles this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, I want to ask all the ladies, just the ladies, sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, worship him. Worship him. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, worship him. Worship him. Something is happening in this place. Come, ladies, sing it with the angels this morning. Sing it with the angels. Come on again. Le brava handolo robo sikia soto robo ndikna pramakulu bo. Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, we worship you. Come on, one more minute, just worship him, adore him with the angels. Come on, lift those voices to heaven. Come on, host these presence in your heart. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. 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 worship you Lord Lord as your people sing to you heal them touch them 
set them free by your mighty power. Thank you that your anointing is flowing here. Yokes are destroyed in the name of Jesus. Yokes are destroyed. Koramako tela masiendo ribrason dikhnikile masuro bosku. Come on, just worship him. Just worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, worship him with everything you got. Come on, everybody together. Hallelujah. One more time, just one more time. Hallelujah. Come on, receive, receive, receive from him. Beautiful Jesus. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Heal everyone, touch every heart. Come on, I, I want to ask you this question What do you want Him to do for you this morning? What do you want Him to do for you? We love you, Lord. Listen to me if, if this is just a glimpse of what heaven will sound like, then I can't wait to be there. This is just a glimpse. Of what heaven will sound like. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. Come and tell him, I give you right this morning. You have to understand, he will not force himself on you, he will not force you to change. You invite him into your heart, he will change you upside down. You'll never be the same again. I don't want to say today that the presence of the Lord alone is here. I'm telling you the person of Jesus is in this place this morning. If you can just reach out and touch the hem of his garment. Just reach out and touch the hem of his garment. Woo! Hallelujah. Come on, say with me, start with me, Jesus. Start with my family, Jesus. Don't pass me by. 
Come on, every hand is lifted. We promise, whatever happens, Jesus gets all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Beautiful Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, I'm, I'm telling you now that the Lord is walking among us this morning. The Lord is walking among us this morning. That's the hem of His garment. Come on, reach out and touch Him. Thou Son of David, have mercy on me. There's some of you in this building, you have to break open the roof to get to Him. You have to shout like Bartimaeus did to get to Him. You have to humble yourself like the woman with the issue of blood to touch Him. You have to be desperate like Zacchaeus. You have to be stinking like Lazarus. But whatever you need to do, don't let this moment pass by you. We glorify your name. Come on, something is happening this morning in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Lord, I thank you. Every seat, every row, from the front right to the back, let it be submerged by the power of God this morning. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Come on, say, as it is in heaven, so it shall be here, right now, in Jesus' name. If you believe that, you better give Jesus a great shout of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Turn around to somebody, high five them and say you're in the best place possible. Hopefully I'm going to get to my message today. I want to just quickly speak to you on something before I'm going to get right into the Word of God. Lately, heaven is on my mind. I mean, the Bible says this, that God has placed eternity in, in our hearts. And I was listening, I was listening to a couple of, of preachers. There's a guy, I don't know how many of you know about him. He's, he's no longer with us. His name, is, his name was Morris Cirillo. Now, Morris Cirillo was a mighty man of God. Don't worry what Google says. Morris Aurelio was a great man of God. And um, they said before he, he died, when his children will call him, I think he was 88 when he passed on, uh, his kids will call him every day and then he will tell them, I don't have much time. Then his kids will rebuke him and say, don't speak that way. And he says, no, the Lord is preparing me for my heavenly home. And so they said that his children spoke and they said they thank God that their dad died before the mother. They said because if the mom died, the dad would not made it because he can't live without his wife. But what they didn't realize when the dad died, it was the most horrific two years of her life because she could not make it without her husband. They, um, they celebrated in, in just, I think, just before they died, 70 years of marriage. 70 years, seven zero. And so, long story short, he knew exactly when the Lord is going to take him. And two years 
a couple of days and two years after he died, his, his wife um, became, became ill. And uh, the daughter said that she was laying in, in, the, in, in the hospital bed. And she was gazing into the heavens. And her arms, she would lift her arms automatically, like worshiping the Lord. And they said suddenly this, the, a mom started screaming, Morris! Morris! In other words, when the heavens opened up, she saw her husband. And she called him. She was so excited to see him in heaven. So basically she said, Morris, wait for me. And the, the Lord came and fetched her. And she went on home to be with the Lord. I had a friend in South Africa. He was 85 when he died. He had one of the largest churches in South Africa. On his deathbed, he came out of a coma and he told his daughter, mortal tongue cannot express how beautiful it is. So I'm telling you, and I want you to hear me. Last night in bed, as I was, I was struggling to sleep. I could not sleep. When I went to bed, I was dead tired. When I got into bed, the Lord kept me awake for most of the night. And the Lord showed me the coming of the Lord. And I want Faith City to hear me. If you think I'm playing games with you, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is closer than you can ever think. And it's not everybody that sits in the church on a Sunday that's going to get to heaven. If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you're not going to get there. Let me just quickly explain something to you about righteousness that I want you to hear. A lot of people say, I know Vessel de Brain. No, you used to know me. You got no idea who Vessel de Brain is. You know Vessel de Brain is a preacher. That's all you know about me. But you've got no idea who I am today. Because if you knew me my old life, I was, not a good, I was not a good guy. I was not a nice man. I knew the Lord my whole life. But I ran away from the calling of God. Are you listening to me? But this is why I can tell you today that I believe in miracles. Because my life is proof that God is able. My life is proof that God can use what people have thrown away. Ooh, come, I'm speaking to somebody. Who people said nothing will come of his life. I thank God that I can stand here today and say, look what the Lord has done. He changed me upside down. He has taken me further than I ever thought possible. Listen to me, if I'm telling you, if I can just tell you half the stuff that the Lord has been doing for me, you won't even believe half of it. And it can only be the hand of God. And do you know why? Because I gave the Lord a, a chance in my life. I realized that when I give my life to Jesus Christ, people's going to leave me. Now you better hear me. That's the best thing that can ever happen to you. Is when people walk out. Because the wrong people, I said the wrong people will keep you back. But when you are part of the kingdom of God, something clicks on the inside of your mind. Then you realize the church has never been called to blend in. We are called to stand out. We are not supposed, I said we are not supposed to run with the next flavor of the month. We are supposed to be called the salt of the earth. You better shout yes if you hear me. Because our reward is not on the earth, our reward is in heaven. When we stand before him in that day, we will receive our reward. But on this earth, we should not even... Two sides. The church is supposed to take over. Because we are from a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Come on, tell your neighbor, the kingdom of God cannot be shaken. Say that again. Now what I'm teaching on today, I'm going to continue on the kingdom of God. got nothing to do with religion. Because you know what religion has done? Religion has created denominations. And religion has taught us that prayer is a, is a monologue and not a dialogue. 
We said, what do you mean? In other words, he taught us that your prayer must become like, a, like something that you read down. But a dialogue is you speak, somebody speaks back. Religion has taught us that you have to be quiet in church. It is quiet this morning. Religion has taught us that we can't run, can't shout, can't laugh, can't have fun because we're born again. I, had mo- I have more fun now than in my old life. In my old life, I had to worry how I'm going to do it. In my new life, I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. My father is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. The high I'm getting on now is better than any high I've ever been on. The new wine is better than the old wine. I'm telling you that. Come on. The new meester is stärker than the old meester. Shout yes if you understand me this morning. We are of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So we are not of this world. We are just passing through. Now I know there's a lot of people that can that attacks the church because when God starts to prosper his people. Now let me just get this straight. If you serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he must prosper you. I maybe I must have to speak to this side because this side don't, somebody needs to hear me this morning. If you serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he is supposed to bless you. Because when you become born again, you are brought into another kingdom. Now let me just help you out. On the earth, we fight about gold. The kingdom we're going to, we are going to walk on streets of gold. So the highest commodity here is the lowest commodity there. And you worry how you're going to pay your water and electricity bill. I'm going to help you this morning. Some of you are going to go home free. Because, you know, God sits up in heaven, and he sits with a whip, and he just beats people. He doesn't help people, and he loves it when you suffer. That's not, that's Hare Krishna, that's Buddha, that's Muhammad, that's not my God. My God is a generous God, and my God is not just God, he's my father. How many dads in this place love when you see your children struggle, sick, depressed, so why do you think your heavenly father appreciates that? Come on, why do you think the heavenly father looks upon you and says, suffer, suffer? Like I leaned the other day when she took up the offering. Brought out a gun. Let's show you how we steal people, money from people. Because that is what the religious mind says. Oh, the church just wants my money. The church doesn't want your money. Let me just be blunt and say this. My God, let me stay there. The church don't need your money. You need to give. Now I have your attention. Giving is not to the church. You honor God. And if you don't honor God, do you think that the church is going to go down? No. Because the kingdom of this world does not fund this church. The kingdom of heaven funds the ministry. Now I promise you, most churches won't say that. Because unless somebody gets offended. The church of Jesus Christ, if you say that you're born again, I'm getting to the messages now. Then we have to grow up. I'm offended. Let me tell you, in this church, who's supposed to be the most offended? It's me and my wife. Come on. Complain about the aircon. Complain about the music. Complain about the toilet. Complain about the parking. I have to be so offended. But a dead man cannot be offended. Amen. It's no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. Now, I want to show you a portion of scripture. If you have your Bible, if you don't have a Bible, sit next to a Christian. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, 25. 
right to 33, I'm going to teach you on something this morning. Say with me, I'm from a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Say it again. Okay, so listen to this one. This is in the words of Jesus, by the way. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life. Look at your neighbor and say, don't worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, ladies, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your, I'm pointing you, your heavenly father, doesn't say your God, it says your heavenly father, Woo, I like that, feeds them. Okay. Are you not more of value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more, say much more. Again, much more. Come on again. Much more clothe you, O you of little faith. Pause there. He doesn't say, oh, you have great faith. He says, you have little faith. In other words, he says, this is what you will do for those of little faith. Let me show you why. You have little faith. Now imagine this, if you have great faith, what he will do for you. This is why don't judge somebody's breakthrough unless you know their faith. Woo! Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, in brackets, those outside the kingdom. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now let me explain something very easy to understand. He says that you worry about food, you worry about what you drink, and you worry what, about what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and drink and the body more than clothing? Then he says, consider, look upon the, the birds of the sky. Look at the lilies of the field. He says, aren't you worth more than them? So basically what Jesus says is, you are worth more than all the birds in the air. You are worth more than all the lilies of the field. They don't know God. They don't sow. They don't reap. But yet your heavenly Father takes care of them. Now your heavenly father takes care of the birds in the air and the flowers in the field. Then he says, don't you believe, think that he can take care much more? Then he says, when you worry about these things, you have little faith, then you are like the Gentiles, which means if you give, give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you're neither Gentile nor Jew, nor Greek. No, 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 listen to me. You were basically born as a Gentile because you're not a Jew. But when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you become part of the kingdom of God, which means that you no longer, this is why Paul says it's no longer Jew, Greek, nor Gentile. Everybody's one before God. So when I, when I pray, the Lord doesn't say, no, you're not a Jew. 
He says, this is my son. Because I'm well accepted through the blood of the lamb. Is somebody listening to me? So what does the Bible say? He says, those outside the kingdom will always have a worry about what they will wear. In other words, if you are in the kingdom of God with little faith, God says, He will provide all of your needs. It's as easy as that. And what's the key to every single verse? Verse 33, it says, but seek ye first. The kingdom of God. This means that you have to seek the, the laws of Christ in your life. Put it number one. I want to speak to you. Listen to me right now. Time goes like this. Everything that you've done on the earth, when you stand, that's not for God. You're going to stand before the Lord one day, and it's going to mean nothing. I'm going to say some things. Maybe you're not going to like this, but it's a fact. All the brying. There's nothing wrong to bry. As long as you're Christians. But, but just think about this. People love to bry. So no bry. Come on, are you listening to me? They love to party. When is the next Joel? When you stand before God and give accountability that day, you're not going to be reminded about how great the Joel was. I had more time, better times here than there. So everything that you do... <laughs> In the Bible says, unless a man, if a man doesn't work, he won't eat. I understand that. But imagine in that day, your job, if it's not for God. This is why when you work for the church, you're blessed. Because when you paint the wall, it's not for the church. You've done it for the Lord. Now what he says, reward. Oh, you parked the car. Reward. Everything that you do for the kingdom of God, to expand the kingdom of God. That's where the blessing comes. Now, not everybody's called to preach. Not everybody's called to preach. Tell your neighbor, not everybody's called to preach. Do you believe that? Okay. So, some of you are called for the ministry of help, just to help. So, everything that we do in this life, if it does not affect the kingdom of God, it's a waste of time. You gather. The Bible says you gather on this earth so that when you die, somebody else takes your stuff. The only biblical way to, to keep when you die is for your children's children. That's the only biblical way. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So God, that's the only plan that God has. So, you know, when, when the rapture happens, the sinners is going to take our stuff. Not my children's children because they're going to be in heaven with me. So think about what I'm telling you. The only thing, the only reason why we have this stuff is to... Use it as tools to expand the kingdom of God on the earth. Come on, can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, say amen again. Amen. So let me explain something to you. That we are working in this earth. Now I want you to get your mind right. And see money in a different way. There's people that, I don't know why I say this. You know, somebody needs to hear this. Some people work for money. Other people make money work for them. Big difference. Because this is why Jesus says in the same passage... That you cannot serve God and mammon. You will love the one and you will hate the other one. What is mammon? Money. Now, money is not wrong. The Bible says money answers all things. So money is not wrong. I said money is not wrong. If money is wrong, then why was Solomon the richest man ever? There will never be a man richer than Solomon. I'm not talking about companies. I'm talking about a person, a personality. No one richer than Solomon. 
Why was David so blessed? Why was Jesus blessed? Oh, he was poor. Now, show me scripture. He was not poor. Don't let the religious spirit lie to you. Keep you humble so the devil keeps you poor. That's, that's not biblical. It's unbiblical, by the way. Did you know that the scripture says that those who minister the gospel should live off the gospel? Oh, I'm going to get it to you now. He says that those who receive spiritual teaching must share all materialistic things with the one who teaches you. In other words, I have half of your car. Half of your property is mine. Watch it. Watch it. So that's, that's just what the Bible says. All right, so let me explain something to you. In heaven, everything is free. We understand that. Say with me, everything is free. So I'm going to get a mansion in heaven. My mansion is being built as I speak. Say mansion. Not kayak, mansion. Not zozo hut, mansion. If you don't believe in prosperity on the earth, go to hell. Because when you get to heaven, you're going to say, no, Jesus, this is wrong, Jesus. He stole the poor people's money. I, I'm going to be nasty. I just want to know the IQ levels of people that says, you steal the poor people's money. Shame. We have a miracle service today. I'll pray for brain cells. I believe in creative miracles. I want to ask you a question. If the church worldwide is poor, how can we preach this gospel to the ends of the earth? My family and I, we went to America. Now, six weeks. For six weeks, more than 1.1 million rand it cost us to be there. 1.1 million. Now, if the gospel is not, if the God, it's free to preach the gospel. But to get to places is not free. Are you listening to me? To do what God wants you to do is not free. It costs money. Say hallelujah. So in heaven, everything is free. But while we're on this earth, we have to use money. So what happens is we use a monetary system. The world's, the world's finances. But our resources come from God. So let me help you. When you're part of the kingdom of God and you have a vision, it's not about the money in your account. It's about the faith in your heart. And if we say that we are part of God's kingdom, it means that we do business God's way, not the world's way. I know in South Africa, it's, it's very difficult to get business and nothing to do with politics. But this is even the, the biggest reason now to rely more on God than on government. Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a government that cannot be shaken. So people say, you know, the people that attack the prosperity message says, so what's the currency in heaven? Let me help you. Faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. I said faith is the currency of heaven. And so in other words, so if I use the monetary system of this world, I'm going to get to the good stuff now. I'm just teaching you. If I'm using the monetary system of this world, and in other words, so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not working on my budget. I'm working on heaven's budget. This means that I have to apply kingdom laws and principles to bring the miracle, the blessing, and the breakthrough to me. Now, you can say what you want. Unless you sow seed and tithe, you'll never be blessed. You will not be blessed. Your holes, the Bible says, will have holes in. Your pockets will have holes in. Money goes in, money goes out. So people tell me this. Well, you know, I'm a tither and I still struggle. Let me tell you why. You're not seeking the kingdom of God first. Number two, you curse your blessing, your breakthrough. You walk in unbelief. You can tithe, do the one thing right, and do ten other things wrong. 
It's not going to work for you. Say amen if you understand this. Now let me help you. We're going to go on back to Matthew chapter 6. How many of you enjoy this? So to grasp everything together, when you're born, you are born into this world. You are not born with sin. You are born into sin. A small baby does not know what sin is. Oh, come on now. You think when a small baby of six months old dies, he goes to hell because he's a sinner? Religion teaches you that. He's not born with sin. This is why you don't baptize babies. All right, they are born in a sinful world, but without sin. Okay, so what happens is automatically you are born into this kingdom of this world. Until the day that you surrender your life to Jesus Christ and accept Him as Lord and Savior of your life. Accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life doesn't say, doesn't mean I believe Jesus is the Son of God. The devil also believes that and is going to hell. Accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life means you become born again. You, you turn your life, your back on this world. Everything that you've done in your old life, you no longer do it. Jesus says unless a man is born again, he'll never inherit the kingdom of God. Are you listening? Now you give your life to Jesus Christ, automatically you are into the kingdom of God. Automatically. Say with me, automatically. Now I have to apply by his rules. Because he's now my king. He's the king of my life. Say yes if you understand that. Now I have to abide by his rules. And I have to understand what the Bible says when it comes to health, when it comes to money. By the way, God's plan is not for you to be sick. In heaven, nobody is sick. Everybody is healthy. So why wait until you get to heaven when Jesus says on earth as it is in heaven? So sickness is illegal when you become born again. Now, there can be cancer in your bloodline. It will not be in yours. Okay, maybe you hear me this side. There can be, there can be arthritis in your family. It will not get to you. Heart disease will not get to you. It's illegal. Because when you give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, everything is changed. Everything is different. My body now belongs to Him. I said, my body belongs to Him. Say yes. One more time. Now, do you understand this? Now you're part of the kingdom of God. Now Jesus comes and He says, you do not know how to pray, but I'm going to help you how to pray. And Jesus started in the book of Matthew chapter 6. Let's read it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. So Jesus discussed this and he says, in this manner therefore pray our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Where? As it is where? On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, I want to show you something about the kingdom of God. There's six, six things that I want to quickly go through. Six things. So Jesus came in his own words. He says, you've been praying a wrong way. So a lot of people, again, praise with a monologue. Meaning you've got a list. And you think by giving the Lord a lot of words, he's going to answer you. God doesn't answer many words. God answers faith. Say with me, God answers faith. How many of you watched me when I was live on Tuesday night when I spoke on faith? You know how many testimonies I got back from that? And people tell me that whatever you said, 
there's people that says um, they are trusting the Lord to build something for His kingdom. They started digging the wells. They sent me pictures of how they pour the concrete. They don't have the money to build, but they have the faith in their heart to do what God has called them to do. Because why? Now we become kingdom people. All right, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, people. Jesus came and He says, you're praying the wrong way. But I'm going to teach you how to pray from a kingdom perspective. Not from this world. Because any man that prays from this life, from this world, will receive nothing from God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Every time you pray, you have to be praying from a position in heaven. Where you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. And I'm going to help you now. This is why Jesus says, you are praying wrong. So there's a wrong way of praying. So Jesus came and he says that when you pray, you, you start off with our Father in heaven. So hear, hear, me, hear, me, this, hear me say this quickly. Number uh, let me add one more. Let's call it seven, seven things I want to show you. Number one, he taught us in the kingdom, whenever you want things to be done, you have to approach the Father. Finally, he does not say, you say, our God in heaven. He says, my Father is now your Father. When he hears you pray, it's like him hears me pray. Are you listening to me? So Jesus comes and he says, this is how the kingdom works. And he goes on further, he says, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he'll do it for you. So Jesus taught in the kingdom to, to attract the Father or to attract the breakthrough, you have to pray to the Father. Not through a Father. <laughs> to the Father. Through his Son, Jesus Christ. Because in the Old Testament, nobody could approach the Father. But now, when you're born again, by the way, the Bible says a sinner's prayer is not answered. God doesn't listen to the sinner. But when the righteous calls. So he, he, you start off by number one, our Father in heaven. You understand his position. In heaven means that he's high. He's higher than your problem. He's higher than your situation. This is why when you're in the kingdom of God, you don't look at the problem. You look at God Almighty that sits in heaven and he's over everything. He's higher than sickness. He's higher than poverty. Come on, he's higher than lack. He's higher than bad news. This is why the Bible says it does not matter who's against you. As, as long as God is for you, who can be against you? For he's high and lifted up. So in the kingdom of God, you have to understand where your help comes from. Write that down. I have to understand where my help comes from. If you still look for help from this earth, you're going to go home empty-handed. You'll have to knock on heaven's doors. Come on and know that your help will come from God because now he's your father. Say yes. Now it says whatever you ask him in that day, in his name, he'll do it. Say whatever. Don't let the religious spirit lie to you and say you can't ask that. If it's in the Bible, you can have it. Woo, hallelujah. Yes, Holy Ghost. The Bible says God will withhold nothing that is good from the righteous. Anything that is good is mine. Say anything that is good is mine. The whole world and the fullness belong, does not belong to the world. It belongs to us. So number one, you have to approach God the Father who is in heaven. He's high and lifted up. So number one, my help comes from Him in the kingdom. I'm not going to worry about my life. This is why I'm telling you 2023 will be a year of persecution for the church. They will persecute the church because the church is going to prosper. And a lot of folks, what they will do is they will dial down 
with the truth. But I'm telling you right now, as the world dials down, we will up it a notch. Because my life is not my own. I said my life is not my own. I said my life is not my own. My life belongs to him and it's in him. And he's in charge of our lives. I said he's in charge of our lives. So you understand where your help comes from? Comes from God. Number two, second important thing in the kingdom of God is to praise. To know what it means to praise. This is why Jesus says, hallowed be thy name. Do you understand that in the kingdom of God, you have a weapon called praise? When Paul and Silas was in prison, Paul's physical, physical body, where was Paul's physical, physical, don't look at her, look at me. Where was Paul's physical body? In prison. But his spirit was seated with Christ in heavenly places. And when Paul and Silas decided to praise God, what happened? Miracles broke through for them. An earthquake came and shook that whole jail cell. Because when you, when you go to the Lord, and he's, as Jesus says, hallowed be thy name. It's not Howard be your name. God's name is not Howard. I heard a guy say the other day, his wife said, you don't even go to church, you don't know God. He says, I know God. She says, what's his name? He said, Howard. True story. She said, Howard, where do you get Howard? He says, it's in the Bible. Our Father in heaven, Howard be your name. So his name is not Howard. It means Hallowed, means to praise him, to adore him, to admire him. Praise will get you out of the most sticky situations. I want you to write that down. Number two, in the kingdom of God, I have access to my breakthroughs through praise. In other words, I don't have to go to bed worried. I can just get a praise in my mouth. Woo. And he will do it. You know, one of, one of my trademarks today, after being born again, I wake up in the morning with a song. During the day, I'll have a song. I'll go to bed with a song. Because he has put praise on my lips. So when breakthrough comes, I understand why the breakthrough comes so quickly. Because I'm a praiser. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that knows how to praise. So tell your neighbor, I'm going to become a, a man and a woman of praise. Because that's the second key to the kingdom of God. This is why Jesus says, number one, you know where your help comes from. When you're part of the kingdom, not of this world. So your help is not Absa Bank. It's Abba Bank. Okay, let me, do I have time? Yeah, I'll have you out before 4 p.m. Take one million rand, go to EPSA, invest. They give you 7,000 a month. You leave it there. After five years, it's, uh, one million is no longer one million. Inflation, all those things, seven, six, seven hundred thousand and worth. In other words, money on this earth, it does not get more, it appreciates. It's get less and less and less. So if you think the million rand in the bank is your security, you've got no help, no hope. Okay, this is why we sow our first million when the Lord said to me, if you think that million rand is your security, you've got no hope, then I prove to the Lord that my eyes is on him. Do you listen to me? Because a million rand over five years is no longer a million. If you go to America, if you have a million dollars in America, you know, you can't buy much. In South Africa, you can hardly buy a house. Don't even speak about a car. Okay? So he, just hear me. But in the kingdom, when our eyes is fixed on him, he's our source. And he's better than a million. 
Come on. So our help comes from him. I'm, I'm speaking about the kingdom order now. Then he says, so you approach the father. He's now your father. He's no longer just God, his father. Oh, I like it. That changes everything. Because this means mikasa isukasa. You come to my house. Whatever is mine is yours. Oh, I love that. Are you listening to me? Number two, he gives you access to praise. Because praise will accelerate your breakthrough. So the enemy knocks you. Your car breaks down. What do you do? You throw your toys out of the cot. Kick the car a couple of times. Nothing works out for me. No, you cursed your blessing. You praise the Lord. You start to run around that car and worship the Lord. Lay your hands on that car and command that car to grow up and become a whatever you want. Declare the word of God. Praise your way out of situations. I said praise your way out of situations. Can you say amen? amen. Can we go back to that scripture? So he, he, he says, Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then he, he goes on and he says this. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Number, th number three is priorities. In the kingdom, you have to have your priorities set. This is why Jesus says, if you seek the kingdom of God first, all the other things. So my, my job is not to worry where provision will come from. My job is to seek the kingdom, to get my priorities straight. This is why when Jesus taught them on priorities, he says, your kingdom come. That's my first thing that I want. I want to see your kingdom on the earth. The kingdom of God is not worth its power. Come on, somebody shout yes. yes. This means that, this is why Jesus says, as it is in heaven, so it must manifest on the earth. So if I look in the Bible, whatever is in heaven must manifest in my life. Do you understand? In heaven there's no sickness, so why are you sick? In heaven there's no poverty, there's no lack, so why are you having lack? Because you're not part of the kingdom. And Satan will keep you out of that kingdom until you realize that I'm an ambassador and it must change up in here. Say hallelujah. So number three, you have to prioritize. Your priorities must be right. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How do I know what the will of God is? I read his word. If it's in the Bible, show me one scripture where the Lord says it's his will for you to be sick. Show me one scripture where God's will for you to be broke. The Bible says Abraham was so rich that he and Lot could not stay in one city because they had too many things. I heard a preacher last night said that in, in America, you can't take all your money and put it in one account. Because of certain laws, you can only take about $250,000 at, at a bank. He had to move. He had to go to another city because there was not enough banks that could keep his money. Now the Bible says, you are no longer part of the curse of the law. But you are blessed with the blessing of Abraham. So if Abraham was so blessed... It means that you are next in line. I want you to say this. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then your name. And vessel. Come on, put your name there. So Abraham's blessing must come upon the Gentiles. Woo, hallelujah. This is why you have the power to walk into your business and say, Lord, this business is now yours. You didn't hear me. This business is now yours. Do what Abraham did. Lord, of everything you give me, I'll give you a tithe. I'll give you 10% back. And I promise you, you'll never have lack ever again in your life. Say yes if you hear me. Yes. So you have to prioritize. Put the kingdom of God first. In other words, everything that you do, you have, to, you have to have the kingdom of God in your mind. 
How do I build the kingdom of God? How do I grow the kingdom of God? Not my own kingdom. Because what I do for him on the earth is what's going to matter in heaven. Some of you are going to have a big mansion. Some of you are going to have a little smaller one. <laughs> All right, number four. Then he says, give us this day our daily bread. So what he was speaking about in the kingdom of God, number four is provision. That God will provide all of my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Have you realized that in the kingdom of God there's no, you know, I always like to say this when you look at your pay slip every month, there's a gross salary, there's a net salary. The gross makes you vomit. Gross. <laughs> I asked Kaylee the other day, I said, what, what's the gross salary? She says, when you want to vomit. <laughs> okay. And the net salaries, you mark it net net. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's alright to laugh in church, okay? You, you can. The pastor said you can laugh, so you can laugh. Okay, so what the Bible says is God shall supply all our monies according to His riches. Not according to the earthly riches, according to His riches. You see, you have to understand, to, to do what we do for God, this world has not enough money. You hear the enemy? So whatever you, you're supposed to do for God must be God that will provide for you. Even if this means that he'll send angels to feed you and ravens to locate you. He will do exactly that, but you will have no lack. This, this is why the psalmist says, I have been young and I've been old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Now, if you don't like this message, good. There's an ingekerk around the corner. There's an overpastuli that side. There's a peer peer car that way. Oh, here is... I grew up in those churches, by the way. And today they don't believe the Bible. I'm not preaching against preachers. I'm preaching against what's behind it, the system. That kicks a preacher out when he's 60 years old, without a home, without a pension fund. You tell me if that's God. Come on, I'm asking you. I sat with ministers of the gospel that says to me, Vessel, next year I'm 60. I don't know where me and my family will go. I gave 30 years of my life to this church and they're kicking me out because I'm too old. That's an ungodly system. The Bible says if you can't even take care of your own, you're worse than an infidel. Ooh, come on, I'm speaking with you right now. Telling people that Jesus Christ is no longer the way. Can somebody that believes me just write down what I'm telling you? Denominations is coming to nothing. They preach today in South Africa that Jesus Christ is a myth. Why do you stand behind the pulpit and preach then? They told me if you want to see your church grow quicker, stop preaching against sin. So that's wonderful. You get your church full and so you get hell full too. This is not a social club, people. Are you listening to me? If you want to stay sick, that's your business. But I've read further. Sickness is illegal. You don't want to prosper, don't worry. Give it to your neighbor. We believe in prosperity because we believe in God. Hallelujah.
God wants to keep you so poor by these planets that's raining diamonds. Woo, hallelujah. Shout yes. yes. I said shout yes. yes. He told me the other day, please stop speaking against all the other denominations. I won't. Until they preach the truth. And I'm not saying everybody of them is not preaching the truth. There's some of them are still, but there's some of them that became hirelings and no longer servants of God. And I'm not a hireling, I'm a servant. Amen? Sister told me this morning, he said, Vessel, what did you say last week that the church is empty? I promise you, I, what did you say? Just go back and don't say that again. Yo, ma. That's what I said. <laughs> ah. All right, so provision, say provision. My God shall provide. Say it with faith, my God shall provide all my needs. I will have no lack. Say it with boldness, my children will have no lack. Declare with me, business is coming to me. Open doors is coming to me. Favor is mine. Yes, it's mine. Can I, can I just continue with two more there? It says, when it comes to provision, Deuteronomy 8, 18, you shall remember the Lord your God. It is he who gives you the power to get wealth. Come on, Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. He adds no sorrow to it. Now, let me tell you, there's people of this world that does not believe in Jesus Christ, who's filthy rich. All right? Filthy rich. But hear me, the way who, how they gain their blessing, they'll have to keep it with sorrow. When you're on the kingdom side, when God blesses you, He adds no sorrow to it, meaning that you can go to bed at night. You don't have to worry how to keep that business going. God will keep that business flowing. You will find favor around every single corner. The difference between us and the wicked, favor ain't fair. I heard Elon Musk last night, he said, he, he spoke on, on, he said, he believes in some of the stuff that Jesus says, and if Jesus wants to win people, he will not stand in his way. So basically, he's not a believer. He's not, he doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. He says, if Jesus wants to do whatever he wants to do, let him do it. All right? But what he doesn't understand, the day is coming. Woo! That 200 and something billion is not going to keep, keep you out of hell. You have to be in the kingdom. I would rather have nothing and be in the kingdom of God than be the richest man in the world and don't have hope. We have hope. And Jesus is his name. You know what happens? God will use some of your characteristics in your old life. In my old life, I was a fighter. Now God uses that in my new life. I'm a fighter. I'm a bulldog. <laughs> I come for what is right. Amen. Come on, lift your hands and say, I'm a bulldog. Cecil, <laughs> next week the church is going to be empty. I call them a bunch of bulldogs. Number five. He says, forgive us today our, our debt. As we forgive our debtors. Now, what Jesus is speaking about in the kingdom of God is that you are pardoned. 
Okay. Pardons. Now, this is, this is the thing. Jesus said to Peter, let me wash your feet. He says, no, Lord. No way did you wash my feet. Jesus says, unless you allow me to wash your feet, you have no part of me. He says, in that case, wash my whole body. Jesus says, those who's clean don't need to be to bath again. You just need your feet to be cleansed. So what this means is that when you're born again, Jesus says, go to the Lord and say, Lord, I have sinned. Meaning, don't go through the whole born again prayer again. But go to the Lord and say, Lord, today I have sinned, I've become angry. Now, let me explain to you. Anything that you know is wrong and you do it, it's sin. So you can't say, oh, Lord, today I cheated on my husband, but, you know, forgive me. I made a mistake. No, you devil, you. It's not what the Bible means. So this is why Jesus says, so when you come, maybe you had un- a little bit of unbelief, you doubted, whatever. All right, it's not something that you planned on. Now, please don't tell me I did not plan on cheating my husband. That's... I didn't plan on stealing my boss's money. It's not what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about petty stuff. Somebody drove into you, now you're mad. You want to kill somebody, slap them around. That's what Jesus says. Forgive us today our debts as we forget our debtors. Meaning that there will be people when you're born again that will hurt you. When you want to be hurt by people, get born again. They will stab you in the back. But Judas did the same thing. So you are in good company. So what Jesus is saying, if you can't forgive, he cannot forgive you. Now I know this is very difficult. How do you forgive somebody that has hurt you, spoke against you, lied? Now this is what Jesus says. He says, bless them, don't curse them. I want to curse them. Lord, send fire. Mark them bless. That's me. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? God. But the Lord says, bless them. Because when you do, there will be a fire that will fall on the heads. Now let me tell you, when you live righteously, do you know what the Lord does? He prepares the table. <laughs> In the presence of your enemies. Amen. So while they hurt you, your job is to forgive and pray for them. Because while you do that, God puts an extra plate, an extra cup. And your table just gets bigger and bigger. And your cup just keeps overflowing and overrunning. And most of them that speaks against you still have nothing. Hallelujah. And God just prospers you and prospers you and prospers you. If you believe that, come on, give them a shout of praise. So understanding what this means, this means that in the kingdom, I can't go into the kingdom of God and don't understand my righteousness. You have to know that you have been pardoned through the blood of Jesus Christ. Think about this. Can the Lord forgive a person like me? Can the Lord forgive a person like you? It's only through the blood. It's only through love that he can pardon you from all your mistakes. And I love what the Lord says. He says, then he never thinks about it ever again. So in other words, it never happened. Say, I'm pardoned. pardoned. Number five, he says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In other words, he speaks about protection in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, you have access to angels. Are you listening to me? 
you have access to angels. Now, I believe with all of my heart that the longer the earth remains, the more wicked people become. You just listen to the news in South Africa, they kill you for a cell phone. They stabbed the woman to death for a 500 rand cell phone just the other day here in South Africa. I mean, that's just one story. It becomes the more wicked, the more wicked. I heard a lady, an old woman on a farm. The, the police contacted people. They said that there's, a, there's a huge gang that's robbing the farms and killing the people. It happened here in South Africa. And what happened was they said to her, according to what they know is they're on their way to her farm, but they can't get there in time, obviously. They don't have cars that starts. The batteries has been stolen. It's lunchtime. Whatever. So they said, we don't know. But this lady knew one thing. She knew how to pray. She says, she, she opened up her, her front door, stood on the porch, and she saw those men with guns running towards her farm. She fell on the, on the floor. She cried out. She says, Lord, protect me against these demons. They said, suddenly these guys stopped, turned around, and they ran. The police caught up with them finally and said, let me ask you a question. You've robbed farms all over, killed men. Why did you run away from this old woman? The leader of the gang says, no, you've gotten, you don't know what you're talking about. That's not just an old woman. We saw men, the largest men, the biggest men that we've ever seen with white apparel. And we knew that here today we will be killed. This is what the Lord is going to do in this hour. He'll send the legion of angels to protect you. That's what the kingdom of God gives you. It gives you godly, divinely protection. Come on, this is why you can say no weapon formed against me and my children and my children's children shall prosper. God shall fight for you. Say, my God shall fight for me. But you see, in that hour, in that hour, you will have to have to be calm. Because the first thing that you think you, you freeze, that's what happens most to people, they, they freeze. But if you can just let it slip out of your mouth, Lord, hit them with blindness. Hit them with confusion. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, Lord, raise up a standard against them. He will protect you. Say amen. amen. Come on, say amen. amen. Say with me, the kingdom of God protects me. If you're not in the kingdom of God, you will not be protected. I know, you, I know a lot of you think oh, about, you, you know, you think about fishing and holiday and whatever. But those of you that's listening to me right now, you're going to need protection for what's coming. The world got no idea what's coming. Would you turn to somebody and say, we are those, that generation that will see the return of Christ. Then, number six. So he says, seven, he says, deliver us from the evil one. Then he goes on, for yours is the kingdom. So in other words, you end off by praising again. So why do we praise again? We praise like everything we've asked for is already done. So he says, yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. The kingdom speaks about the government of heaven. 
The power speaks about the ability of that government, what that government can do on the earth. And the glory speaks about the atmosphere of heaven. So to understand how the kingdom of God works, who remembered when, when, when John was in prison, saying the word, and he asked Jesus, are you the one, or are we waiting for somebody else? Jesus says, you go tell John that the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear. Tell him the kingdom of God has come. Meaning, in other words, what happened was the atmosphere of heaven came down. Do you hear me? So whenever we speak about the kingdom of God, we speak about the atmosphere of heaven on the earth. Now, last night, uh, I've heard something. I was, I was laying on, bed, on the bed, and I was listening to this guy speak about somebody's funeral. But when he, when he said these words, I sobbed. He said he, he spoke to his friend the other day. He says they're going to bury his, one of his friends. But this is an old man. He says, but I, you know, I don't want to die now. I want to live long because I love life and I love what I do. I want to preach the gospel of Jesus to more people. I love what I do. So I don't want to go to heaven now. I would one day want to go to heaven, but, but now I, I want to preach this gospel. This is what he says. And then he says, yes, there is uh, um, roads that's paved of gold. But, but I, I want to I still preach. He says, and you? He says, no. If I have the chance, I would go to heaven now. He says, why? He says, because Jesus is there. Oh, he said that I, I wept. I mean, I wept bitterly. Because it, it became so real to me. I always said to the Lord, Lord, I want to be here for a long time because I want to preach and see the nations shaken by the power of God. But I feel like Paul. He says, it's better for me if I go. But for your sakes, it's better if I stay. She's got something in her heart. So yes. let Mama Bear speak. <laughs> so last night, I was sleeping when he got, came to bed. I didn't know what time, when you came to bed. But anyways... Um, when you said this morning that you couldn't sleep because you were thinking about the rapture. So I think I woke up at 5 a.m., went to the bathroom, came back, and just fell asleep again. But then I dream, I dreamt. And my father-in-law came to me in the dream, and he said to me, I just got this weird text message. So I asked him, okay, what does the message say? And he says to me that... They want to charge me tax on the, on, for, ch for the chip. So I need to start paying tax for the chip that they're going to insert. And I jumped up and down and I said, I'm going home. I'm going home. Amen. And then my daddy, my dad was in the dream too. And I grabbed him and I said, Dad, I'm coming. I'm coming. So the Lord prepared us both. Jesus is coming. coming and he's coming very soon and we need to get rid of all sin and think that's going to keep us back because it's not worth it let me tell you the Lord is worth everything he's worth all the pain he's worth all the hurt and he's worth all the things we go through right now but our king is coming and I cannot wait to go home I want to wait I want to add this is the first time that I heard her say this. When I was listening to that woman, that uh, um, um, Morris Arilla's wife, that cried, Morris, Morris. When I heard her say, Morris, Morris, 
I said, mana, mana, because that's what we called him. And, and I, it's funny, she said that she said to her dad, I'm coming, because I said to the Lord yesterday, I said, Lord, there's a couple of people that I can't wait to see. I said, first of all, first of all, I want to see Jesus. And then second of all, I want to see my father. I want to see him, because I can't wait, because I know what he's going to tell me. Meestal die gaan die glorie. Alles is vernietig. Kom, kijk my huis. I know him. He's going to tell me that. So, let me just close this. And say this, it is, it is not by chance that this happened. I'm getting into bed, but I can't sleep because the Lord shows me. The rapture is at hand. You know, while I was laying in bed, I thought to myself, how's it going to feel? It's going to be the best feeling ever. Are you, you leave this this world behind and you know what I was thinking about even as I was laying in bed we in heaven and we spend our life in his presence but then after the tribulation we're gonna come back and I thought to myself now we're gonna come back to this world but I want to come back to this world I want to be in a new one the new world the new Jerusalem so preaching on the kingdom of God basically is understanding what heaven's will is on the earth heaven's will on the earth is exactly his will in heaven to be absolutely free from sickness and disease now I'm, I, I want to help you a little bit number two to be absolutely free from debt have supernatural provision number three to be absolutely rid of sin because the Bible says in heaven nobody can come unless he has been cleansed. Are you listening to me? This is why he says, if you seek first the kingdom of God, his ways, his law, his rule, and his righteousness means to be in right standing with God. Now, I want to say this to you. I have a little bit more time. Do you enjoy this, by the way? Let me tell you why I'm going to say this, because the atmosphere just shifted. Now, what we're going to experience in the last days last night i prayed and uh, we were here and i went outside walked in the parking lot and i went right over to the overflow and the spirit of god started speaking to me the hour is here where the manifested presence of jesus is going to show up in church services jesus himself creative miracles the day is coming, I'm telling you, that you will see it on Facebook, social media, and even in this church, where they will bring people to our services that doctors gave up hope. Creative miracles will happen because of the presence of Jesus. And if there's anything that I can leave you behind, listen to me. It's great to live in this world where you have no sickness, no disease. To have the provision of the Lord. The Lord had to, taught, had to teach us this years ago. Years ago, who's our provider? Who to call on when we have a need and so i have that settled my wife's got that settled we've got the t-shirts we know what it means as paul says what it means to have nothing we know what it, we know what it means to have everything but yet we can do all things through christ who strengthens us our whole life is a miracle now mark down what i'm telling you two things i want to say number one he said he said to me the kingdom of god is supernatural say supernatural say miraculous by the way, did you know that the Bible says anybody with fear will not enter? The fearful will not enter. 
because there's too many people fearful on the earth. Christians that's fearful. They don't want to do anything because they fear. What if? What if? So the Lord said to me, the kingdom of God is supernatural. He says, wherever I send you, you will have to have supernatural provision. But those who back the vision will be supernaturally blessed. Okay, that's what he says. Then, the second thing is, understanding the kingdom of God on the earth means that you have to have fellowship with the king of heaven. Not on a Sunday, but on a daily basis. You have to invite him into your heart, into your life. If you want to see heaven, and this might sound strange to you, if you want to really see heaven, you're going to lose people. It, it's amazing how many people turn their back on the Lord in this day. Jesus says, if I return to the earth, will I still find faith? If you look at what's happening, Afrikaans is groot, 90,000 mensen, 90,000 people show up. But when you say there's a prayer meeting, one shows up. And you wonder why South Africa is in the mess that it is. And you know, send the messages, I don't care. A prophet is not honored in his own country. When this prophet leaves this country, they're going to say, have we listened? Everything takes priority over God. If we want to be part of this kingdom of God, we'll have to operate these laws. We'll have to operate these things. You know, I can say this now. My father-in-law and I had many fights. Do you know why? Because I'm a bulldog. And I knew that if he doesn't change, he's going to end up in hell. They asked me, if you had the opportunity, do you want to fight less of him? No. If it wasn't for all the fighting, you would have not been in heaven today. I was at his bedside fighting. But I know where he is today. You might say, this preacher is fighting. Yes, I am fighting for your soul. Because I know for a fact, if you reject this king, it's over. I said, it is over. So when you're in this kingdom, you'll have to decide on things. Is my friends better than God? More important. Is my partying lifestyle more important? Not. Is the riches of this world more important? Not. Today it is, tomorrow it's gone. You have to get your life right with the Lord in such a way that you demand the kingdom of God and it happens. Where's the righteous in this place? You can listen to me. Your prayers will no longer be hindered. There's an acceleration. Come on, 2023 is the year of the church. The year of, the year of acceleration and explosion. The year of souls. Come on, the year of whatever. You have to write down what you want God to do for you in 2023 and see it manifest because He's going to do it. Amen. I said to the Lord, 2023 is going to be the year that I will be the busiest in His kingdom. We're going to go to Australia, Madagascar, America, uh, Europe. The Lord's opening up doors. This is the year that we'll be in England. So all our friends in England, get ready. We're coming. But this is the year where we will have and see the harvest of souls come in. Because Jesus Christ is returning. Last, last night as I lay in my bed and he starts to speak to me on the rapture. I know nobody can put a date and a time. Scripture says that. You can look at prophecy. So look at me. There's not one prophecy that still needs to be fulfilled for the rapture to happen. The rapture can happen while I speak. So if you see my shoes dead behind, I'm out. The rapture. 
if you realize that your kids is gone, your small children, one morning you wake up, <laughs> let, me, let me say that, you'll know they're gone. Because it's going to happen with a bang. You're going to hear the shout. I had a dream of an angel standing with a trumpet. And he's, he's playing the trumpet three times. I see the heavens open up. This is how it's going to happen. The king of kings is going to come get us. And we are going to be out of here. So when that happens, <coughs> you see your kids is gone. Don't believe what the government will tell you. Alien work. C certain people of bloodlines. Yeah. Born again. Gone. We'll be in heaven. Where there's no pain. Where there's no sorrow. Please answer me honestly, okay? I'm, I'm, preach, uh, I'm speaking as your pastor right now. How many of you, be honest, if you did not feel it, nothing wrong with it. How many of you in this last, say, six months, had an urge to get to heaven? An urge, a desire. I was standing in a house the one day, not, no, last week, people working in a house. I'm standing there in a the house. And suddenly I see a man, in my spirit eye, take an, an apple and he bites into it. But I knew that's what I was seeing as a glimpse of heaven. And as I saw the fruit, I said, Lord, it's unfair. I want to taste it too. And I thought to myself, Lord, I want to go right now. Now hear me. I want to go right now. Why? Because I saw the fruit is sweet. <laughs> Imagine the Lord gives you the desire to be in heaven because of the fruit. Imagine what you're going to see. How it's going to be. How many of you have got somebody in heaven that you can't wait to see again? Now, if your husband died and he's with Jesus, you're going to call him, Mana! Morris! Because you, Lord, the Lord's going to show you your husband, your wife. You're going to worship the Lord together for all eternity. Unless they go to hell. Then you're free. I'm speaking to the worldly people. Amen. Um, come on again. How many of you have got people in heaven that you can't wait to see again? You can't wait to, to ask them some questions. We all have, right? But while we're here, we're going to bring heaven down. Say with me, while we're here, we're going to bring heaven down. And we're going to wait until He comes to get us. And while we wait, we're going to occupy, take more territory speak the things of God come on declare the word of God declare his oracle we're gonna prosper come on and be in health even as our soul prospers the Lord will open up the windows of heaven pour out such a blessing that we will not have room enough to contain it he will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus I've been young and now I'm old I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his descendants begging for bread because of his kingdom I'm blessed in the city I'm blessed in the field I'm blessed standing up I'm blessed sitting down I'm blessed in my coming I'm blessed in my going hallelujah he enlarged the place of my tent Wherever I put my foot is my territory. I'm taking my mountain. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. While I'm on the earth, I'll prosper. Say yes. Come on, while I'm on the earth, I'm a temple of the Holy Ghost. Sickness is not in my body. And if it is, it's illegal. I'm healthy. I'm whole. 
by His stripes I am healed. I'm free. I'm sanctified. I'm saved by the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm a new man. I said, I'm a new man. He makes all things new. The world can reject you, but Christ will accept you. When the world, when you feel like you're an outcast, that's good. Because Jesus Christ will accept you just as you are. Just as you are. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel heaven this morning. I feel heaven so strong. Bless the name of the Lord forevermore. Come on, I want people of faith in this block right now. To say from this day, I'll see the kingdom of God in my life. Come on, maybe you this side. From this day, the kingdom of God shall have the effect in my life. Come on, maybe you here. Say with me, I'm a king in the kingdom of God. I'm royalty. From this morning onwards, the kingdom of God shall manifest in my life. Come on, you in the middle section, declare this with me. The kingdom of God shall work for me. Come on, you this side. I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I'm just passing through. But one day, when I stand before the king, I'm going to know it was all worth it. Listen to me, daddy. If you're a dad in this house, listen to me. Live your life with honor. That when you stand before Jesus one day and your children is there, that they can say, Daddy, it was worth it. They mocked us. They walked out on us. They said nasty things about us. But thank you, Daddy, that you hold on to your faith. Thank you, Daddy, that you were the man of faith that you were. My children can't look at me and say, that man was a drunk and a skunk. But they can say, that man is a man of faith. My children, when they speak about me, you can call them on their own accord. They can say, my dad is a man of faith, a man of God. That's what you want to be known of. Your children must say, my dad is a man of faith. He's a man of God. I'm walking with God. This, is, this must be your testimony to your kids. That you're a man that walks with God. Amen. Yo, I feel so close to Jesus this morning. Now I'm close to him, but this morning I feel special close to him if you just lift your hands he's going to touch you the manifested presence of the Lord is here the person of Jesus is he's making you whole right now he's touching your heart he's touching your life Lord Jesus do it as you showed me you will I ask you Lord to stand still at every single seat make yourself known to your people let them never be the same ever again if you would, He would change you. He would remove the things in your heart that's not of Him and He will deal with it. And you'll never have to deal with it ever again. Jesus is the answer. I said, Jesus is the answer. We do this most of the times, but I want you to do this again and say, Lord, if there's anything in my heart that you hate, remove it. Make me rapture ready, Lord. Is there anything in me, Lord, that is not giving you glory? Remove it from me. I want to be a holy vessel. A holy vessel unto you. Now listen to me, he's touching you. You know, when we sing hallelujah, you know what hallelujah is the same in every single language? 
If you go to China, they say hallelujah. What does it mean when we say hallelujah? It means we say praise Jehovah. So when we say hallelujah, we say praise Jehovah. Praise Jehovah. Come on, you just worship him right now. Come on, I want to ask the ladies to help us again. Only the ladies sing it. Church, praise Jehovah. Let the church praise Jehovah. Come on, worship Him in spirit and in truth. Come on, sing to Him, Hallelujah. Come on, miracles are happening in this place right now. Come on, sing it with everything you've got. Sing it out to Him. The angels are singing with you this morning. Come on again, hallelujah. Lord, from the left to the right, pour out your Spirit, Lord. Pour out your power. Let the fire of your spirit fall in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
today, Lord, we rebuke that foul spirit of cancer. We command it to be healed right now by the power of God. Every form of infirmity. Come, if you seek, quickly come out now. Come out now, quickly come. Come on, everybody, worship Him. Sing to Him. Everybody together. Hallelujah. Come on again. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. You come to the front, touch the hem of the garment of Christ. Make up your mind that by His stripes you have already been healed. Receive by faith that He is the Lord your healer. He is the one who removes all sickness and disease from your body. Understand that sickness is illegal. It's not God's will for your life. It's illegal in your body. Let's start over here. Come lift your hands and worship him. He's in a coma. What's his name? Kenneth. The Lord, I speak your word over Kenneth. I command you in the name of Jesus, wake up from that coma. I speak to those blind eyes, open up. Now in Jesus' name. Foul spirit of blindness, come out of him. Let him go right now. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Fight for that man right now. You send your word to Kenneth. Kenneth, open up your eyes. Wake up in Jesus' name. Let life touch him in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, woman, there's a miracle. I want to hear your testimony. Before the end of this day, Lord, I say it is done for this family. Devil, get your hands off him. Get your hands off him. I want to hear your testimony. You're going to have to call the office and tell us what the Lord has done. Lord Jesus, I rebuke it now. I rebuke this now. Fever, go in Jesus' name. Touch this boy, Lord, as I know you do. Thank you for your healing power that flows through Michael. Thank you that your hand is on this boy. Stomach pain, go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I feel your healing anointing flowing through this boy. I thank you, Lord. It's done for him. In the name of Jesus. Stand in agreement, Lord. It's done. Lord Jesus, I thank you. Touch, touch Natasha's foot right now. Let a creative miracle happen, Lord. In Jesus' name, heal her. Heal her. That's the power of the Lord. Put your hand on your stomach for me, please. I rebuke that ulcer. Let her go. Let her go in Jesus' name. And break that authority. Gone. I rebuke her. 
Lord, I rebuke it. I rebuke this report. Foul spirit of epilepsy, let it go right now. Come out of it. Come out of it in Jesus' name. Lord, as, as it touches her, let the power of God flow. Okay, Lord, I rebuke it now. Do a creative miracle in this body. From a head to the soles of the feet. Do a new job, Lord, a new work in her. Infection, go. I rebuke it. I curse it. I speak life into this body. In the name of Jesus. Satan has attacked this body for far too long. For far too long. Now, Lord, we make a covenant. This is your temple. The temple of the Holy Ghost. Every plan that the enemy has over your physical body, I break it off your life right now. In the name of Jesus. Everything in your family bloodline, I break it off you right now. And every lie that the enemy says is going to take your life early, young, is a lie of the devil. I remove that from your life by the authority of the Spirit of God. And I say that you will have a long life. With long life, your word says, shall you prosper us, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, from this morning that the whole life will be prosperous in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, just speak to me, Lord. Just speak to me, Lord. Strangest thing I see right now, I see, I see a, a, a land full of bushes. And the bushes is being cut off, cut off. And suddenly in the middle of it all stands one tree, solid, most beautiful tree. And what I hear him say is that your life is like those bushes that the Lord is about to clear out. There's things around your life that the Lord is going to clear out from you. And you will become that tree strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. I hear him say the enemy is going to pay back. He's going to pay back. Lord, 2023 will be a year of surprises. You better write this down. It will be the year of surprises where God will surprise you. It will be the year of the supernatural suddenness. A year where dreams will come true. A year where the vision will speak. A year where the dry bones shall live. A year where the walls will fall. A year where the waters will part. A year where as you lift the rock, miracles will happen. A year of your favor in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I seal it and I say give her, her angels, Lord, to give a charge over her life and to fulfill what you've said this morning. Woo! That's powerful. Thank you, Jesus. I rebuke this and I command you to be healed. Lord, thank you for your healing power over this little girl. I transfer this healing anointing into her body. I command you to be healed right now. No more sickness, Lord. In the name of Jesus, thank you for your power on this girl. Look at how the Lord is touching her. Look at his precious face. Touch this little girl, Lord. I ask you for something else too. I ask you, Lord, that you will be so close to her. Lord, when I see the young, I always are reminded of how you visited me on this age. And I ask you, Lord, that you will visit this girl. Visit the night dreams and visions, Lord, like you did me in Jesus' name. And I thank you, she will always know you. She will always be close to you. David, this is, a, this is a child of God. She belongs to Jesus. And I thank you that you protect her, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Okay. Lord, I thank you. Give him a brand new stomach creative miracle right now in Jesus name 
Jesus, you know the situation. Holy Spirit, help her right now. You have to let it go. This morning, you have to let it go. You are sitting in a prison. You have to let it go. Doesn't matter how hard it is. Unless you let it go, God can't release what, what's yours. It's not worth it. Spirit of God, help her, I pray. Be the balm of Gilead in his heart. Do it for her. In Jesus' name, I ask you. rebuke that Lord Lord I cancel this doctor's report it is illegal in this body even when doctors don't know what to do we have a doctor that paid the price and I command this muscles come in alignment with the word of God I speak to the muscles right now hear the word of God you shall live in Jesus name every prognosis Lord every diagnosis I rebuke it with the highest name the name of Jesus and I say to this body, come in alignment right now with the word of God in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you that fear will not have him. Fear will not take over. But the peace of God that, that surpasses all understanding shall flood his soul. Do a miracle, Lord, and you will get the glory for this in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, it's done. Buzz it. Lord Jesus, thank you. Touch. Touch you right now, Lord. Receive it by faith, it's yours. Okay, the cataract, give her the cataract. Your husband's not the one, okay? Give me your hands. Lord, do it for her right now. That's it. Touch her, Lord, set her free. In Jesus' name. Just remove your glasses, Lord. See that? is your bad eye that is your bad eye okay now I want you to look at me keep your good eye closed okay how many fingers do you see you can't see okay come on keep on praying just remove your hands spirit of blindness come out come out open up in Jesus name come on close your good eye again touch my nose one two try to touch my nose you can what do you see what do you see you can see a little bit you see blood it's like that man that jesus prayed for he says i see a little bit perfection lord your word says whatever we ask you'll do for us if we only believe we believe lord it is done Clear out in Jesus' name. Come on, look at my nose. Put your finger on my nose. Put your finger on my nose. Come on, put your, put your finger. Activate your faith. Put your finger on my nose, sir. Put your finger on my nose. Never again, Lord, in Jesus' name. Give him a brand new mind. Touch his toe. Can somebody in the house shout Jesus? I rebuke that now, Lord. I speak life into this body. The Lord has touched you. I rebuke it now in Jesus' name. Can we stand to our feet and give Jesus the greatest hand of praise? 
Lord Jesus, I rebuke infirmity. Command it to go. Put your hand on your chest quickly. Lord Jesus, thank you. Your power flows right now. You heal her. From her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' name, that's it. That's the power of God. Come on, the Bible says all things are possible. If we can only believe. Can we just shout hallelujah to the Lamb of God? Let me tell you, when Jesus heals the sick, that is the proof that He has risen from the dead. Lord Jesus, I rebuke asthma. Come on, asthma, let it go right now. Clear out these eyes, Lord, in Jesus' name. We give you praise for this. The Lord has done it for her. Thank you, Holy Spirit, through this door. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Just put your hand on your chest for me, okay? Lord, you give her brand new lungs. Your word says, let the children come unto me. And Lord, this girl is coming unto you this morning, and I thank you. You touch the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I heard you say, I know the plans that I have for her. Plans to prosper her, to give her a hope and a future. Now, Lord, I thank you that this young girl will see the goodness of God in her life at a young age. The favor of the Lord. The favor of the Lord. I just know that I know that I know the doors is opening up for this young girl supernaturally we give you the praise in this Lord in Jesus name Jesus thank you you know the situation touch her right now I pray in Jesus mighty name and Lord your word says no weapon no weapon formed against us shall prosper we're almost done okay Lord Jesus touch her Skin disease clear up. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your presence. Touch that foot right now. There we go. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Touch them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Can we lift our hands one more time to heaven? Lord, we thank you that you are the Lord our healer. The one who takes away all our disease. We give you all the glory, Lord. Come on, I want you to declare with me from this morning. My body prospers. My soul prospers. My finances prospers. Come on, my business prospers. I want you to say I am from a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places come on my resources comes from God my God come on my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus in his kingdom I will praise in his kingdom I have provision I have protection come on I am pardoned do you believe that I said, do you believe that? If you do believe that, I want you to give him the greatest shout of hallelujah. Now, I want you to say by faith, I'll never be the same again. How many of you are more ready now to go home? Not home, home. 
seats. Take your seats for two minutes. Uh, is the screens on? I want to put the app on. Can we put the app on? We're going to remind you to, if you have not yet, quickly do it now. That's, this is the only time you can take out your phone in church. Is to download the Vessel du Brain app. I'll tell you why. Social media is blocking a lot of guys. Especially when you, when you start to speak the truth. And our, we've got our own app. It's a free app. It's not costing you anything. You can go on to Google, Google Play and the App Store. You can download it. Uh, we tried to go.